Hello everyone, I'm Stuart Spinks and this is Beekeeping Short and Sweet. Beekeeping Short and Sweet, a podcast for the inquisitive beekeeper with a short attention span. A beekeeper, in fact, just like me. Well, welcome back and thanks for joining me here in Norfolk in the UK, where we find ourselves just easing out of a prolonged cold late winter and chilly early spring. The weather has really played its part this year with our beekeeping routine and we've been delayed somewhat by that colder weather. My podcast is released on a weekly basis, firstly to our Patreon page, where you can catch up with all of our content. If you're not familiar with it, my beekeeping channel on YouTube, and now more generally on Patreon, is funded in part by my supporters on Patreon, for which I'm very grateful. And if you'd like to have access to all of my beekeeping videos and podcasts as soon as they're released, please do take a look at my Patreon page, which is www.patreon.com forward slash Norfolk Honey. I'll leave the address and details to everything that I refer to in the show notes as usual. Well, it's April and I'm still waiting to be able to open up the hives and start seeing how the colonies have fared over this last winter. Today, I'm going to look at where we need to be heading this month with all of the things that need to be done. And of course, so much of that still depends on the weather. But we are moving into a warmer spring-like period now and it's noticeable that the bees are definitely becoming more active. It's time to make sure everything is ready for our early season plans that we have in place, and it's maybe a good time for you to revisit your plans and think about what needs to be done this month in your apiary. Unsurprisingly, it's very much sunshine and showers at the moment. The sun warms everything up, and then the cool spring-April showers turn up and cool everything back down again. So it's a tricky time for all of us, both beekeepers and honeybees. Of course, you could well be seeing lovely warm sunshine and temperatures well into the high teens, and we all need to take account of our local conditions. Just because I'm able to inspect doesn't mean that my beekeeping friends in Scotland can open up their hives, for instance. When I do finally manage to get into my bees, I'm going to be looking out for some very specific things. As I open the colony... How are the bees? Are there plenty of them? And how many of the top bars do they cover? These are the first things that I'm looking for when I take the roof and the crime board off. Are they moving about nicely, or are they terribly sluggish? Could that be a problem, or are they just cold? I encountered chronic bee paralysis virus late last year, and the bees just staggered around the colony, shivering and looking very sorry for themselves. Unfortunately, they didn't see out the winter, and I've had to clean out that hive and prepare it for reuse this spring. But the difference between a healthy colony, where the bees are moving about freely and actively, and a colony that's struggling, is fairly obvious to see. And it's always useful if you've got more than one colony, so that you can compare the two, and that will help you identify when you've really got a problem. So considering that first inspection again, when I'm removing the frames, I'm looking not just to see how much stores they have left, but I'm also looking at the condition of the stores. 
Is it still okay for the bees? Or has there been a problem with maybe mould or fermentation? Basically, can the bees still use it? Because it's really important at this time of the year that they do have stores. I've had some pollen supplement on my bees for a couple of weeks and I'm now looking to replace it with an early spring feed of syrup. But generally, don't be in too great a hurry to start feeding your bees sugar syrup. You need to know why you're feeding them. Is it because they're running low on stores? Or are you aiming perhaps for an early crop of oilseed rape, also called canola? Perhaps you're looking to expand the number of colonies you have, or want plenty of bees for early queen rearing. Just be sure you know why you're feeding your bees, and not just feeding them for the sake of feeding them. Once it's warmed up a little, I feed one-to-one -one sugar syrup in a contact feeder. It's a system that works really well for me. You might find that your colonies have expanded incredibly quickly. This can seem like a really good start, but be careful that they have enough space. I've seen colonies swarming in early April because they've run out of space, so be mindful that they may need additional room. This could be another brood box, ideal if you're looking to split the colony, or you may simply add a queen excluder and a super. If I'm doing that, I like to make the first super that I add one that's already been drawn with comb. I always think trying to get the bees to draw out fresh foundation this early in the season is really hard work for them. But of course, if you don't have any drawn supers, then you can only give them empty frames. One of the most important jobs early in the season is to check for disease. With the colonies generally smaller at this time of the year than at any other, it's an ideal opportunity to really get a good look at what's going on in the frames. I've posted a couple of YouTube videos showing how to inspect frames for disease, so if you're unfamiliar with inspecting for disease, take a look at those when you can. So here comes my word of warning. Don't be in too big a hurry to start inspecting when the weather is still cool. You could be doing more harm than good. One of the brood diseases, chalk brood, is well known for sitting quietly in your hive and then when there's a chill in the brood box caused by the impatient beekeeper it develops really quickly and spreads through the hive so that the next time you inspect you end up seeing lots of white mummified larvae scattered in cells throughout the brood box. Just hold off that first inspection for one more week if it's still chilly where you are. Looking out of my window here it looks lovely the sun is shining in the sky and there's not a cloud in sight. The rain has finally stopped, but there's still a chill in the air and I won't be inspecting the bees properly for a few days as yet. One of the other inspection points to look out for is to make sure your queen is safe and well. Has she started laying eggs and is everything looking okay with those eggs? We call this a queen right colony. Sometimes a queen that is poorly mated might become a drone-laying queen over winter, and these drone cells will be easy to spot. Unfortunately, there's not much to be done with a drone-laying queen, and very often the colony will have collapsed through the winter and be dead when you check on them. Again, it's a clean-up job and preparing that hive for reuse. All that said, if you've enjoyed a mild early spring, you could find yourself looking down at queen cells during your first inspection. I've had this happen myself, and it's quite a shock. 
But don't panic because you've spent all winter preparing extra equipment for just this eventuality, haven't you? Of course, there's always time to take another look at your plans for the coming season. We still await sight of the first major crop of the spring, which for us is the oilseed rape. But while we wait, there are a few jobs still to be sorted. One of our apiary sites is having a makeover, so we have to move the existing beehives that are there away for a couple of weeks to enable the landowner to bring in a mini digger and help clean the site. We're all heading down over the weekend to clean out the weeds, relay some weed fabric and get more wood chip down. It's going to look fantastic once it's finished, but the bees would just get in the way. So tonight we're off to strap down the hives, close off the entrances and load them onto the pickup truck for a short trip back home. If you're planning to move beehives over the coming weeks, just make sure you've got everything planned. I've made the mistake of taking shortcuts before, and in the end it just creates more work and a car full of bees. So strap them down and be safe however far you're moving them. I can't wait to chat again next week, as I think we'll have completed our first inspections over this weekend. Of course, that's unless the weather turns cold again. And in the next podcast, I'll be answering some questions posted in our Patreon page. So if you have a question that you'd like answered, then pop over to the Patreon page and just drop the question down in the Q&A section for April. I'm off out to prepare the straps and entrance foams for moving our hives tonight. So for now, I'm Stuart Spinks, and that was beekeeping short and sweet. <laughs>